After School Special Podcast. After School Special Podcast. After School Special Podcast. After School Special Podcast. We're brothers. We're happy and we're singing and we're colored. Give me a high five. All right, cut and print. Beautiful guys. Dynamite. That is... My next guests tonight star in their own show, The Wayans Brothers, which airs each Wednesday at 9 o'clock on the Warner Brothers Network. Ladies and gentlemen, Sean and Marlon Wayans. What? kids and broken homies this is your uncle staff man coming to you live from the underbelly and we're here with double d uh this is our second week of just the two of us hosting yes sir. and right now we have a opportunity to go back into time we're getting ready to talk about the wayans brothers i've been calling them the waynes brothers for the last <laughs> couple of days but it's actually the waynes brothers this is a famous comedy family. You might have known uh, Keenan Ivory Wayans from In Living Color, uh, Low Down Dirty Shame, and also I'm Gonna Get You Sucker. You might know Damon Wayans from Blank Man and from Handicapped Man from Living Color. You might also know Kim. Kim was on... She was that, on that LL Cool J's. Cool J show. That's the one I was about to refer to. So, In the House in the house and, and that also had alfonso ribeiro from fresh prince fame and then you got sean and marlon so sean and marlon were also on the in living color show in bit roles but as they got older they started developing their own show which led to the start of the wayne's brother show which first came out in january 11th of 1995 and ran all the way to may 20th 1999 this show was the continuation of wb20s or whatever wb you had but warner brothers had a specific channel that had like all kind of shows that would come on you had the knockoff buried with children which was unhappily ever after where the father was talking to a rabbit that was voiced by bobcat goathwaite you also had nikki Cobb was on there you had the, the show other muscle? show which was, was, it, was it muscle muscle yeah muscle yeah i it was short-lived i've never watched that one so i don't know anything about that but i do know about the parenthood which starred robert townsend phase on love and a couple other notable characters on there that was a pretty good show as well so 
the show was originally centered in Harlem, where Pop's Diner was located at in Harlem. The brothers had an apartment, and the one brother was Sean worked for APS, which was kind of like UPS, and Marlon was just trying to find his way. So that was the big thing. The show was produced by Warner Brothers Studios in Burbank, California. Unfortunately, the show was canceled in 1999, which was its fifth season due to low ratings as well was not given a proper finale. However, it was alluded to in the film Scary Movie when Sean's character, Ray, was stabbing another character furiously. If you remember that scene. Yes, I do. He's like, and the Waynes Brothers was a good <laughs> show and didn't get a final episode. <laughs> Were so, you in on this show that, from the very beginning? I was not. I got into it later. I did not find myself watching it right away but later on i watched it i guess it's because my dad was watching it so hey it's on tv so i guess i'll watch it yeah for um, me it was my friends at middle school they kept referencing like things they would hear from the show and i, I had no idea because i was watching martin still martin went off in 97 yeah. this came out in 95 so i was the kind of guy and i'm still like this today like once yeah. i like something anything that resembles the thing that i originally like i kind of shun it like when Sega Genesis came out, it was my first game system that was bought specifically for me. So even though Nintendo probably had more games, better games, I didn't want Nintendo. I was like, oh, I'm a Sega man. I'm a Sega man. Right. Or Nike. I'm a Nike man. So when this came out, I was like, eh, I'm a Martin man. I don't even want to watch this. But right, right. my friends got do. me watching this, though, a little bit. It's funny you bring that up because Martin is alluded to on the Wayne's Brothers show because there's an episode that stars Garcella Bouvet, I think that's her name, that was uh, Fancy from the Jamie Foxx show. Yeah. She's dating Sean, and she's a very domineering, bossy woman. She pushes herself into the apartment, and Marlon's like, wait a minute, you can't just be busting up in here like that. Your man not going to like that. She's like, my man will let me do whatever I want to do. That's what she says. And she's like, where's the mustard? And he's like, damn the mustard, Gina. Damn the mustard. <laughs> yeah. But eventually, so, like on WB, you would get shows like Steve Harvey and Jamie yeah. Foxx show too, right? Yeah, yeah. So eventually that started happening after the Waynes Brothers. So I guess they saw the value of black viewers and, mm -hmm. and they started putting that on there. Because if I'm not mistaken, Cedric got a show next. Cedric was on Fox, and then Bernie Mac was on Fox. Cedric had a sketch comedy show, yeah, and yeah. and Bernie Mac had his show, which was a sitcom, but it had no laugh track. So let's continue. So the show had a wide array of characters, as well as guests such as Bernie Mac, Missy Elliott, Faison Love, In Vogue, Michael Clark Duncan, Paula Abdul, Richard Roundtree from Shaft fame and they always made jokes about the person that was on there so they did one where Richard Roundtree is in season one and he's playing the father of Sean's girlfriend Lisa who's played by Leela Rashawn and Marlon says did anybody tell you you look like Shaft and Richard Roundtree looks at him and before he say anything he's like you shut your mouth <laughs> <laughs> So, and they had some really good jokes. They had tons of Michael Jackson jokes on there, ton of OJ jokes. I mean, whatever was in the news at that time, yeah. that's what they were joking about. So it's a lot of references that I would say Gen Z, they would not know. Well, that my, was, uh, the start of that show for me, and I think for a lot of people, was always Pops. That, yes. That, that was my guy. 
So ninety five was around the time where Friday came out, right? Didn't Friday come out mm-hmm. in ninety five? And I think Don't Drink Your Juice in the Hood or whatever the Wayne's brothers they produced, that movie came out around the same time too. Yeah, Don't right. be a menace to South Central while drinking your juice in the hood. Yes. That's a good movie, dude. I love it. And I I know it got panned by critics, but yeah. I, I love that movie. Sean and Marlon are a great duo. I have to admit, like when they're together, they put magic. I mean, white girls alone. It's probably one of the most taboo movies, but White Girls was funny. And then do you remember the movie Little Man? Yes. And <laughs> White Chicks is like spans generation. And honestly, when that movie yeah. first came out, I was kind of oblivious about it. I didn't really care yeah. about it. But my um, nine-year-old niece, I was watching the Wayne's Brothers before we got on. And she said, oh, I know those two. She was talking yeah. about Sean and Marlon. I'm like, I had the, yeah. you know, yeah, right. You don't know them. She was like, yeah, yeah. They're, they're the white chicks. I'm like, oh, dang. Out of yeah. all the stuff that they've done, that's what they're known yeah. for is the white chicks? Oh, all right. Yeah, I know. The show went for a total of five seasons. The theme song from the show, which I did not know, was performed by a tribe called Quest for yeah. seasons one and two. So I did not know that. So as we go on further, the brothers lived at an apartment on 117th Street in Harlem. Sean owns a local newsstand where he and his brother Marlon work on a daily basis. Their father, John Pops Williams, who's the actor's name is John Witherspoon, who I found out and I did not know the godparents of his children are David Letterman. John Witherspoon's kids? Yeah, yeah. Oh, no They kidding. were best friends. Yep. I had no idea, and I just knew John Witherspoon from, of course, Friday. I knew him from because he was part of that Richard Pryor show or that little... Yeah, he was a serious actor in the late 70s because he was on Good Times a few times as a cop. So he was a serious actor at one point and then transitioned over into comedy. Kind of like Leslie Nielsen. Leslie Nielsen started out serious, and then he got into comedy, and that's where he started to excel. Well, like Tom Hanks. Tom Hanks was a comedian, but then he got yeah. serious. So it was like... Yeah, he got serious, yeah. Because he was bosom buddies. He was doing drag <laughs> like in the 80s. Yeah, and, yeah. Yeah. After these messages, we'll be right back. Hey, babies. You liking the show? Well, thanks. Leave a five-star rating and a comment, please. Do you want to see the guys' faces? Well, they got YouTube videos. You can watch this podcast on any major platform you listen to. Rate five stars and comment. Thanks, babies. So Marlon also worked at the diner where Pops worked, but then he left and ended up working with Sean at the newsstand. The restaurant was later moved from downtown to the fictional Niedermeyer building, which was in Rockefeller Center where Sean's newsstand is located, and Dee Baxter, played by Anna Marie Horsford, was a security guard. Before that, it was Jill Tasker, who played Lou, the feisty security guard, the white security guard yeah. that had all the hair. She had a lot of hair. The big like, 80s hair. Lot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What happened to her? Did she just get recast? Or So Dee would show up in a couple episodes, then Lou would show up, and then Dee was there permanently. So I don't know what happened. And Anna Marie Horsford has her own 
record of being in good stuff. Like she started off on soap operas. She was on the show Amen, yes. I believe. Yes. Yeah. So she was Sherman uh, she, Helmsley's daughter on that show. Yes. Yeah. And Sherman Helmsley also played the manager of the building in the Waynes Brothers. Oh, so okay. he, yeah. So he was in there. Other famous actors. I don't want to go as far as to say they're famous in all film, but they're known for supporting roles. Sean's former girlfriend was Lisa Saunders, played by Leela Rashawn. You would know Leela Rashawn as Sunshine from the movie Harlem Nights. That's her fame. And she also did a couple other films. Waiting to Exhale yeah. was another one that she did. She did not return for the rest of the season after season one. There was an actress named Monique, played by Paula J. Parker. You might know her as Craig's girlfriend from Friday One that had the long nails and the braids. And yes. <laughs> now tell me who she was. <laughs> <laughs> well, Sean's character changed because he was in a relationship. And then after she left, he just became like a player type. Yeah, he just became a bachelor at that point. Like him and Marlon were just womanizing at that point. It was just like, who's the girlfriend of the week? Yeah. So that's Kind of like with Seinfeld. Seinfeld did the yeah. same thing. And they do a lot of Seinfeld jokes on there, too. Like at the time, Seinfeld was still on. So they joked around with other shows, not menacingly, but just poked fun at it because they'd be like, you know, they'd be like, why is this going on like this? I don't <laughs> understand. <laughs> so they do that. And D Baxter, played by Anna Marie Horsford, was the replacement security guard. And Jill Tasker was Lou. I really liked her. But yeah, they didn't give a reason why she left. White Mike was played by Mitch Mullany, who he was a ghetto white neighbor, appeared for six episodes of season two. He was slated to appear as a reoccurring character for the rest of the series. But Mitch ended up getting his own show, which was Nick Frino, licensed teacher. Yeah. And I remember watching that, too. And unfortunately, he passed. It was something. And he ended up dying, you know, prematurely. Marlon was working with Pops at the diner in season one, but in season two, he worked at the newsstand with Sean. Sean formerly worked for APS in season two. He worked at the newsstand, and then Pops Joint was a standalone restaurant where he hired Marlon and Benny. Benny was the Asian cook that would work for Pops in the back, and he always was getting it in. He was getting it <laughs> in, man. <laughs> yeah, he was a cook during season one. However, in season two, the eatery was moved to the Niedermeyer Building and Rockefeller Center. It was also revealed that Pops Joint was a historical landmark for the nation's leaders and activists of the civil rights movement. And I mean, even though it was the Waynes Brothers, I really loved John Witherspoon in that show, especially the little outfits that he was wearing because he always had on like these tic-tac shoes and like these <laughs> colorful <laughs> yeah the white tic-tac yes and he always had on like these colorful outfits like with the tacky. slacks you can say it tacky, it tacky. tacky. well he had, a, he had there was another white... guy on there that was just as tacky as him tc tc yes <laughs> <laughs> those two are my favorites honestly they yeah. were hilarious yeah. and tc got mad if he was tacky man what you did the wrong way you gotta go there man <laughs> <laughs> Who's that fat guy? He was like hustle man for them. It was oh, like, uh, I think it was Sean's friend. And they always made fun of him for being hungry all the time. Was oh, that? that was Dupree. Yeah, 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 yeah. Dupree. And then they had another character on there. He was like the hustle man inside the Niedermeyer building. Light-skinned guy. He was the bad guy in Don't Be a Menace to South Central while yeah. drinking juice in the hood. He had a Jamaican accent with braids in the first season. And then it kind of weaned off and he had a normal <laughs> accent with a low fade that was very bizarre and, yeah 
in one episode they made light of it like wow you look better without the braids but <laughs> that's pretty yeah. much how they made light yeah. of it. it was just oh okay yeah he's not doing that oh, anymore yeah. so this is how they characterize the characters sean was a womanizing stylish and responsible young bachelor marlon's older brother marlon was sean's dim-witted immature sex grays unsanitary and lazy younger brother john witherspoon was the dysfunctional tacky father who owns his locally famed diner Anna Marie Horsford, the tough security guard, and Sean and Marlon and Pop's close friend. And then people who went on to do other things. Lou Milano, Jill Tasker. She was only in season two, episodes one through seven. Paula J. Parker as Monique, season two, episode one through 11. And Leela Rashawn as Lisa Saunders, season one. As I said before, it went five seasons and the last episode did not end on a cliffhanger, but it was no closure to the last episode. So before I get to that, I want to talk a little bit more about the production. So this came from some ideas that Sean and Marlon had. The Wayans brothers were hot around that time. So the studio wanted to do something with them and they ended up coming with this. The show originally was going to be called Brother to Brother, but then it was changed to the Wayans brothers. The title card, the intro was always funny because it's them walking this old lady across the street and they get her halfway across till she gets hit by a bus and lands on the <laughs> The other side and they catch that bus and they leave off but before that they do a fake title card where they're in the 70s get up with afros and the theme song is we're brothers we're happy and we're friendly and we're colored <laughs> it was a high five and he's like and print beautiful fellas beautiful dynamite <laughs> they really knew how to poke fun at themselves a lot of i wouldn't say self-deprecating humor but marlon was more of the wild one like he was willing to do anything to get a laugh and he's even said it in interviews like man i just like making people laugh like i'll do whatever it takes to get somebody to laugh because that's just how far they were willing to go i remember like some of the episodes would start off with sean and marlon in the apartment and something bad would happen to marlon like Marlon was supposed to be cooking fries because Sean had to take a phone call. And Sean was like, hey, how them fries coming? And it's Marlon on fire. And he's like, you burnt up the fry. So it's always something cartoonish happening with them. So yeah, that was that. But the final episode was with Roy Jones Jr. And the premise was Pops is upset at Sean and Marlon for selling his old boxing memorabilia. They then find out that the new owner is champion boxer Roy Jones Jr. And that's the final episode. Like, I think they get the stuff back, but there's no like wrap up of where everybody ended. As far as I know, they still working at the newsstand and Pop still owns the diner. At least that's what I know. But the Waynes did have other shows that came. My Wife and Kids was the next show that the Waynes got. That was with Damon. I think that was yeah. the next popular show. Around that, that time, uh, Keenan Ivory had like that late night talk show around that time too. Remember that? Uh, mm, you don't remember don't Keenan Ivory? It was like uh, the black version of Leno. You don't remember him having oh, his own show? I have to look it up. I don't remember. Yeah, yeah, he had a show, and then shortly after he started it, he got canceled, and then like Magic Johnson kind of replaced him. Yeah, yeah, but they were, you know, they've never been in any trouble. They've only been like on the funny side of things. You never hear nothing in the news about them. They've always had something that's funny. 
I've always admired them and their tenacity to keep coming back and do different things. Like, you know, Marlon, like I said, is doing comedy shows and stuff like that. He's doing a tour now, I think. God Loves Me, where he's talking <laughs> about Chris Rock and how Chris Rock and Will Smith kind of made him who he is today. So he's doing that. The other thing, too, is they also had a show on BET called Growing Up Wayans, which was with the second generation of the Wayans. So this is like Damian Wayans Jr. and a couple of the other Wayans kids. And that was on BET for a while. What was yeah. your favorite uh, episode? My favorite episode is the one with Kim Whitley on it. Kim Whitley, who played Uncle Elroy's girlfriend okay. in Friday, Friday After Next. Yeah. So what happens is she's playing a very obsessed fan of Marlon's because Marlon starts acting. And she has like her grill is all messed up. Her hair is all raggedy and she lures Marlon to her apartment. So it's kind of like the premise for misery. <laughs> so so she gets Marlon there and somehow Sean gets there and they both get locked up. And she was like, if you don't want to be with me, then I'm going to have to kill you. She's like, I'm putting poison in your rice aroni. I hope you like it. And Marlon's like, that's a stupid question. Everybody loves rice aroni. <laughs> But she was getting ready to torture them, so she put the wood block between their knees, and she was doing a hammer time dance with the sledgehammer. Oh, hell no. <laughs> so if you've ever seen that part on Misery, that is just... Oh. oh. <laughs> with uh, James Khan, yes. And Kathy Bates. And, uh, Kathy Bates, yeah, that. That was fucked up. One so, of my favorite yeah. movies of all time. My favorite episode is Marlon Goes on the Road, season yeah. three, when just like you were saying, Marlon was trying to be like a stage actor. Yeah. And this is the one where Keith Sweat is playing in one of the plays. And oh, yeah. I don't know why, but <laughs> the funniest line in that whole episode, because of course they're making fun of uh, all these black plays that were coming out in the nineties that were kind of, yeah, yeah. kind of awful. If you, yeah, think yeah, of, no, no, you can say they were awful. Yes. Like the, the gospel plays. Yes. All the gospel oh plays. my God. <laughs> <laughs> but it keeps sweat who plays himself. He's in one of these plays and he plays a guy that lives in the basement, but he always wears all this fly gear because he ain't got to pay no rent. But <laughs> one of the lines he was like, he was trying to calm his mom down. He's like, man, y'all need to calm down. There ain't no way to be. I've been living in the basement for 35 years or some shit. Like that. <laughs> I just started laughing my ass off. Like, what kind of play is this? This is so terrible. Yeah. <laughs> they were so bad. Like for the audience, for people who don't know, we used to have at the Fox, everyone who thought they could write will write a play. Yes. So it was like my mama's brother's keeper. <laughs> and it's like... <laughs> and it'd be somebody the same premise strong black woman yes. going through a struggle yes and finds a christian man yes at the end of the day so you know like, virtually this like... every tyler perry movie that you've seen <laughs> for the last yeah. 20 years yeah pretty much yeah That's everything you've seen was. in the movies that was a play or is a play yep. right now yep and who always used to be in, i'm trying to think of that guy Who's the guy that played BJ on Street Fighter? Miguel Nunez Jr. Yep. He did a lot of uh, bit roles, but he was in those plays in the 90s and 2000s. Like, he oh, was a star. Yeah. In, yeah, he would be in those plays, too. Anthony Cole so Payne, you, too. And Clifton Powell. Yes, yes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Those would sell out, yeah. though, John. Like, the Black they Dollars. Would, they would. Yeah. yeah. At the Masonic Temple. <laughs> <laughs> and it was so dramatic. I, I love yeah, that. Yeah. I never went to it but I love mm. making fun of it, but whatever. Yeah. But The yeah. Final Legacy, because for a while, this show was like the flagship of WB. This yes. got it 
going as far as like getting eyes and respect to the network. And like you right. said, what followed was more black comedians coming over to WB and planting yeah. their flag like the Steve Harvey show shortly yeah. afterwards came. And I think the other thing I want to bring up, Yvette Lee Bowser, she's famous for black TV shows like Living Single was one of them. Mm-hmm. Um, I saw her in the credits. Living Single, uh, Half and Half, The Exes, yes. Happily Divorced, Blackish. Well, Blackish, a producer, Half and Half, executive producer. The Cosby Show and A Different World. Mm, yeah Mo- so, i see yeah. mostly producing yep yeah so first african-american woman to develop her own primetime series so uh-huh. um that's saying something but yeah i knew that name because i always remember it from living single yeah because of the way the typograph was with the credits but let's wrap up so i just want to say my final memories on this show is that it was a good show. It's unfortunate that it got canceled. It was funny. I thought that the people on there were like genuine, you know, like in their performances. Mm-hmm. It wasn't cheap thrills. Now, yeah, it was the occasional white people joke and uh, it would touch on something serious. Like I remember one episode where Marlon gets cast for a beer commercial, but it's like a stereotype of a black person and mm-hmm. he's like busting through the walls and he's like, brother, showtime is here. He had like these dreadlocks and stuff. <laughs> <laughs> and it's really bad and he's handing out drinks to all these like white actors in this commercial within the show and pops is telling him like hey man you you doing wrong for the people so i remember that and like i said it's hard for me to say if it was a booster for other actors because i don't remember any other actors that stood out for me on there well, musician wise i don't know either so well they had you i think you named some of them like paula abdul was on that show yeah but she was I think she well, was they famous. Have, yeah, they already yeah. had fa- they had famous people on there, but I don't think yeah. the show was kind of like a Martin. You get like a hustle man that you never like Tracy Morgan. You never seen him before yeah. unless you were into black comedians like Def Comedy yeah. Jam. But that mm-hmm. show propelled him to do something else. And other people like the dude that played Bruh Man, he did other things too after the show. And right. So I don't know specifically outside of Marlon and Sean if it did anything. Pops, he was already established by then. Yeah. Witherspoon, John Witherspoon, he was already established. But yeah. I think for a moment of time, it might not have broken new ground. I'm not gonna I'm gonna be honest with you. I personally didn't like the show at first until middle school because like i said my friends in eighth grade they were not only watching it but they were wearing like the same kind of gear that's oh yeah like i knew nothing about lugs shoes at that point yeah and i remember watching the show and seeing marlon and sean wear like lugs gear and for anybody listening that was kind of like another shoe brand or that was popular like fubu urban yeah it was popular and you had lrg you had echo that's like a lot of those brands were popular in urban culture during that time i don't know if they were a fat farm or fat farm was like 2000 but they did have a lot of fashionable i just remember lugs lugs boots I remember yeah. even thinking like, well, those are kind of cool. I might actually buy those because my friend is wearing them and he making it look cool. And then I will watch the show. I was like, oh, that's where he's getting it from. Yeah. That's when you are like impressionable. Like, oh, okay. My friends like it. And I like my friends and he's funny. So the show must be funny. And sometimes yeah. the show was funny. But like I said, I'm a very loyal, kind of very narrow minded. Like once I like yeah. something, if it's something that I think that's 
like similar but not as good, I'm not gonna like it. So Martin oh, yeah. was like the end of well, Living Single too, but Living Single wasn't like Martin. But any yeah. like black comedians that came after Martin, I kind of looked at them with like a side eye, like mm, I don't yeah. know if you're gonna be good. But I think it might not have like promoted other actors or new actors from the show but it definitely propelled wb and making it more valuable by getting them to get interested in other black comedians to have their own shows like jamie Foxx. that's true so i think that's their legacy is like they were like the yeah. precursor for america to be introduced to steve harvey and jamie fox and they did bring up other black actors to and actresses because holly robinson pete had a show on there too she was the star on that one with Keith Michael Richardson, who does a lot of voice acting. It was called Like Family, where they had her high school friend got kicked out and they moved in with her son and Holly Robinson Pete's daughter don't like each other. But over time, they start to get really interested in one another. So it was one of those shows. Robert um, Townsend had a show, too. Yeah, uh, that was parent, Parenthood. That was the Parenthood. Yeah. yeah. So the Parenthood came on before Wayne's Brothers. I think it was out before then. I think uh, it was like the same time. It was like. WB just like yeah because Phase on Love was on that one yeah Phase on Love was on that one too oh and hanging with Mr Cooper it yeah that was ninety three but but yeah yeah it wasn't on there but I think because they went with this show it gave a lot of these channels like you said an opportunity to say hey let's experiment and see what we can do with it but. In any event, we just wanted to bring this to your attention as a really good show. It's on HBO Max if you want to watch all five seasons. Just remember, you're not going to get any closure at the end, so don't be pissed. <laughs> so um, I'm just telling you, you're not going to get no closure. Just deal with it. Was it getting but, stronger uh, to you at the end? Because it just, to me, it was like... Ah. No, I, I don't know. It sounded to me like Warner Brothers was just saying, like, look, it's not popular anymore. They're moving on. Up. Because you know what? I can tell you why it was not popular anymore. Because when it would come on on Sunday, I think, that's when they were moving into teen dramas. Mm, so okay. you had like Smallville, Dawson's Creek, uh, Buffy. Buffy. So they were moving into a different direction because that's like 1999 going yes, into the 2000s. That's so correct. That's probably what put the nail in the coffin for the Wayne. So it, it wasn't the deaf comedy jam scene anymore. You know, it's like, let's move over to dramedies and stuff like that. Yeah, I think that the show was a really good show. I mean, I love John Witherspoon. May he rest in peace. I mean, he's a character actor. Like, he knew what he was doing. But he also, when he played Pops, you really thought that those were his sons, the way he yes. talked with them. Oh, you know? did you know moment? Did you know who was in the running to be Pops, but the Wayne's brothers said they didn't want him? No, who? Danny Glover. <laughs> Oh my god! <laughs> like nah, bro. No, we want no, John Witherspoon. <laughs> yeah, couldn't be Danny. He'd be like, "I'm too old to be a father." That would be kind of funny, but <laughs> yeah. yeah, no, it pops all the way. And the fact that they are real brothers in real life, Sean and Marlon, the chemistry—I yeah. give them credit. That was there. Yeah. You can't yeah. fake that. So no, no, can't. it had his moments where I was, I was laughing my ass off. But yeah, on a pedigree of like black sitcoms that was like yeah that was an afterthought for me but yeah i won't go as far to say it's one of the greatest shows i will say yeah. that if i'm gonna look at black sitcoms 
that are good for me that were pretty high up. I would say Martin. I would say Living Single because Living Single was the precursor to Friends. That needs to be so. On you're saying that over Fresh Prince of Bel Air? No, no, no. I'm well. I Cosby, even though. Yeah. Oh yeah, I don't yeah. know. I, I, they're in my top five, so I would say it's no particular order. Let me rephrase that. So okay. Martin Living Single. The first Cosby show, because he did so many, it really pissed me off. A Different World, yeah. Fresh Prince to Bel Air. So that's what I would say. Honorable mentions would be the Waynes Brothers. Jamie What's the Fox. other one? Hang with Mr. Cooper. Jamie Foxx show. After these messages, we'll be right back. Hey guys, as always, you can catch this podcast on any major platform you listen to podcasts. Please make sure to rate us five stars and comment on how you're liking the show. After school special podcast. You know, that hard goodness that you get the next day. Oh, yummy. From a day old donut at Dougie's. After school special podcast. No, 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 no. <laughs> That's my childhood right there, motherfucker. When did yeah. that come out? Podcast comes out every Friday, Friday, Friday. So, yes, that's it. But I just want to say thank you to everybody who's listening. Hoping we can get this TikTok thing off the ground. Oh, man, if you missed it. You should have seen us. It was like grumpy old men (laughs) trying. (laughs) What? What is this, buddy? What? It was just like grumpy old men. And, you know, we're not that old, but we're trying to figure out technology. So it's just that particular type of technology. I know how to do other things, but TikTok is kind of and It's too many there, buttons. So. Like, what is yeah. this? I got a smiley button, a fire emoji button. Oh, like, yeah. Just too many oh, buttons, yeah. dude. So we Get tried it together, to figure TikTok. it out. We tried to figure it out Friday. We could not find out how to do it. So Don came on for a little bit, and I came on for a little bit. And for those who watched Yu-Gi-Oh! back in the day, it was the mind swap. It was like <laughs> I was somebody like Don was Yugi and I was Yu-Gi-Oh! So nobody knew what was on each other's mind. You had to do same body, different personalities. So yes, that's what it was. That's exactly yeah. one tapped so, in, one tapped out. It was kind of comical. Yeah. So maybe we yeah. made some good content. And on yeah. that end, we actually got a lot of, well, a lot. Uh, we got some followers from doing that. Probably some bots, sex yeah. bots, but that's okay. Or Russian bots trying to find out what these brothers are doing. <laughs> so, but yeah, TikTok, Instagram, we go live on that every Friday unless something is barring us from doing that. And Instagram, we're going to do a lot better about putting out more content, more, you know, funny things for you guys to see. Just observations that we see. And we'll put that on there because Don's been a saint. He's been doing it, but it's been brutal <laughs> with the response. It's <laughs> brutal been work. brutal. Yes. Yeah. So we're going to work together to get that figured out. So we're still trying to figure out the dynamic duo right now. Just bear with us as we continue to do what we're doing. After school special three on TikTok. After School SPE3 on Twitter, After School Special Podcast on YouTube, and After School Special Podcast.com is the website. We have some merchandise, we have stickers. If anybody yes. is interested, inquire, message us, and we'll try to get that out as soon as possible. More merch to come. That's staff, man. I'm Double D. Until next time, this is After School Special Podcast. Peace out. Later. Hey everyone, it's Aaron from After School Special Podcast. Like what you hear so far? But don't forget to subscribe and download the show on whatever platform you get your podcasts. 
And just a friendly reminder, we have new episodes out every Friday. Thanks for listening, everyone. What? What is this, buddy? What?